Hello, this is Darla Delane, founder of She CEO, and I have a question for you today. Who are you? Who are you? Who are you? Right? Like, who are you? <clears throat> and I got to thinking about this, and it was like I had this list of what came into my mind when I said that question. So, are you your thoughts? Are you your actions? Are you your emotions? Are you your dreams or your vision? Or are you your mind? Is that you in, in your mind? Are you your character? Um, and in that, it could be a couple of different connotations there, right? The character that you are in this world and your character of how you normally do things, right? Or think about things. Are you your heart? Are you really just your soul? Or is it all of the above, <laughs> right? So let's kind of break down each of these today and look at it. And as we do, I think we'll begin to see the answer to who we really are. So let's just talk about thoughts first. So if you say, am I my thoughts? Well, you've got two kinds of thoughts that pop through. Thoughts are those crazy things that sometimes you think you're physically hearing. Sometimes you think you're seeing the words. It's it's really an amazing way that our bodies and brains work with this um, when you think about it. So your thoughts, there's two kinds. First, there are the programmed thoughts by your mind that are based on experiences and how you felt and perceived those experiences that, that go into neural pathways. And the program of your brain is keep the body alive. And so it runs in a way where anything that looks too new, too different, uh, or had past fear attached to it, it will send a thought to try to get you to act in a certain way. So that's not you. That's just a programming, right? And it is, it can be a programming that can help you, uh, but it's really in the end based on the fear that you'll die. So it's kind of fear programming, right? The other kind of thoughts you get are those, yeah, we hear them a little differently, don't we? It's like the thoughts we get that are inspirations, the nudges, the, the impulses, the knowings that when we hear it kind of drops down into our heart and our gut, right? Like it becomes that thing you know. And that comes from an inspiration, right? It comes from your part of you that is still connected to source and all that is and the truth and whatever is fully in limitless love, right? So you do have those thoughts as well. So you can't say definitively that you are your thoughts because you have some that come from fear and some that come from love. So let's, let's go on to actions. Well, same thing here. You've got two kinds of actions that you take. You have the one on the one hand where you have a thought and then you have an emotion based on a past experience where your brain is trying to keep you alive. And then you take action, which is really all about fear. So if you, if that emotion is below the line and it's bored or anything, you know, 
feeling worse than that, then it's definitely out of fear. But even if we are doing something that's from a thought, okay, hang in here with me. If you're doing something from a thought because you've done it in the past, your brain wants you to do it again, it's still kind of coming from a fear that you'll die if you don't, rather than you making a in the moment decision that that is what you want to do. So those, those kind of actions are of course fear actions, especially the ones you have when you're not feeling anything that has to do with love, when you're all in fear, when you are acting through the veil of any emotion that is fearful. Well, and then we have these actions where we have a thought and we have an emotion and we notice that we've dumped down. And so we clear up that with investigating meanings and we clear up that emotion where it's above the line. And then we take the action from love. So when we look at our actions, we have those that we take from fear based on brain programming. And then we have those we take on from love based on a clear, a clear decision, clarity from ourselves that we know all is well and we take a, an action from there. So now let's go to dreams. So interestingly, when I first wrote dreams down, I was like, oh, easy. That one is when you are connected to source and you have a dream and a vision and it's all about love. Sometimes though, we do have another type of dream. It's the dream we're told we should have. It is the dream that has meanings around it that if this doesn't happen, then something bad will happen. Uh, for example, um, growing up, I was programmed because of the where I grew up and the, and the decade in which it was that I was growing up, that we were trained and taught and programmed that as young women, Yes, we could go to college, but while you were there, you had two jobs. One was to be a good girl and make good grades so that you didn't waste your parents' you know, money, not to get a good job. It was to be good and, and make good grades. The other was to get a good husband. And so that was the purpose of being in college. So the dream of going to college was not about what I really wanted to do in my life. And so when I got to that decision, I didn't make a decision based on what I really wanted to do with my life. I made a decision based on would I be able to make really good grades and, and would I be able to find a good husband because then I needed to get married and have children and that was what I needed to do. Not that I didn't want to get married and have children at some point, but the timing of it that dream was handed to me. Some people have dream of going to a certain university because they're told their whole life that that's what the family does. And it may not even be their dream. So a lot of times we need to really take a look at what that dream is and make sure we're going through and being clear about it because it could be something that you're doing to avoid something else happening, which makes it a fearful Thing, which makes it come from fear, which means it is not helpful for you. And it's not going to take you towards what you want. And then of course we have the ones that are what you really do want to do. And where do we find those? Well, in that connection with all of that is source, heart, and soul, 
where we really are truly imagining and creating what we want out of limitless love, right? So once again, dreams are either from fear or from love. And then we have the mind. Well, the brain itself is basically a computer that does programming and your mind can act out of a loving emotion and we want to use it in that way. But, but for sure, we are not our mind because our mind is really a computer that is, has a specific purpose that is helpful to us to keep us alive, but it is not, each person has it. Like it's not anything different um, in that. What is different is how they function. So how someone's mind functions physiologically um, can be a way for them to have more clarity. It can help them get more to where they want to be in love and they can use it for that. It can also be, of course, used for fear, you know, the fear that you're going to die or anything from that. And then there's your character. So you've got this character of morals and values and um, expressions of how you um, react in the world that can be what you should be doing or you have to do or you think you need to do. In that case, those parts of your character are coming from fear. For example, if someone has very strong knowing about something and yet when asked doesn't say what they really think or feel about it, part of what their character is is hiding. Uh, so when we're not fully being us in whatever way that feels good, it may be to be writing or saying it or to share it or to whatever that is that fully fills you, if you think you're supposed to do it in a different way, act in a different way, be different, then you have adjusted your character based on fear rather than based on love of what you really want to be. How do you want to go through this world? What do you want to be doing? You know, if you want to be alone sometimes and you enjoy that, that's perfectly fine. It's not anything that it's like a someone's being a loner, we have negative connotations about that. But if you are alone because you're afraid, that's not, that's a fearful part of your character rather than a full on love, limitless love part of your character. And then we have our heart, our soul. Um, we'll kind of, let's separate these two. So, so let's talk about emotions a little bit. Um, in that your emotions are your feelings about something. Are you your emotions? Well, we know that's not true because in this entire working through all of what we do, we know how to move our emotions around up and down the scale. We know that emotions are a guidance system. The emotions are based on how we felt about something from a past and we can through looking for the truth actually change them so that can't be who we really are because we can change those your heart 
how you feel in your heart, what you know in your heart can only be one thing. It can only be love. Your heart is limitless. Uh, we can close it so that we ignore it, but you can't shift your heart. Like they say, oh, they have a, their heart is hard. It can be hardened or shut, but it can't be, your heart can't be fearful because your heart is only in the truth, right? So it can only come from this place of love as is your soul. Your soul is that part of you that is infinite um, in that it always was and always is soul part of you. It is different. Each person's soul has a little bit different leanings, um, desires in your heart and soul. What you want, right, is different than what someone else wants. So it isn't unique, um, sovereign peace that is also connected to the whole that is connected to all that is your soul though can does not function like your mind and your brain does it only knows truth it only is part of the love piece so what is the answer well the answer is who are you you are a whole expression of love that's who you are it may come out in different ways. That's our uniqueness. We get to make decisions about it. That is our sovereignty as individuals. And we are still connected to all that is through our connection with our heart and soul still to source, universe, quantum field, whatever you want to call that, God, love, whatever that is, heaven, but it is love. And so who you are truly is a full expression of love. So when you are expressing that through your thoughts, actions, emotions, dreams, your mind, your character, it through your heart and soul, that's why it feels the best because it is wholly, truly you. So how can you be more wholly, truly you more often? So here's a few steps that we can take to be more of ourself more often, which is what we really came here to do is experience this life through the lens of love instead of through the lens of fear. And so we work at releasing those fear and those mindsets, using our brain to our advantage to be able to live who we really truly are. So number one, who can guess what number one is? It's always the same, right? Notice how you feel. How are you feeling? <clears throat> well, if you are feeling content, it's a good sign that you are headed towards being truly, wholly, fully who you are. The higher up the emotional scale, the more fully, truly, wholly who you are, you are expressing in this world. So as you are noticing how you feel, you can see how much of yourself you are really being. So the second step would be, if I want to be more of who I really am, then I want to move my emotions up that scale. So now you go to using all of the different um, steps and tips and um, 
processes that we've been talking about to remove resistance, to allow yourself to feel that full love, to allow yourself to move forward in a highest expression of that ecstatic, passionate love that you can be. And so now that becomes your action and it is inspired because anytime you are fully expressing wholly who you are in your loving being, it is completely, totally, utterly an inspired action. So as you're expressing that and moving up through that, that is your inspired action. And then the third step is then to now that you have moved yourself up that scale to now think in that field to act from that emotion, from that want, act through that love and through that inspiration. So who are you? Well, you are a full expression of love is who you really are. And anything in your thoughts, actions, emotions, dreams, mind, character, or heart and soul that is anything other than that is not who you really are. You are unique, you are sovereign, and you are connected. So as you're wanting to be more and more of this, you can go through these three steps to be more and more truly who you are, more and more truly a love being by number one, noticing how you feel. Number two, use the processes and steps to move yourself up that emotional scale as high as you can go to number three, then now act, think, feel from what you really want in that full expression of love of who you are, which is this inspired, beautiful, there's not even a big enough word, is there, to really expresses that ecstatic feeling of dropping in and being physical and non-physical at the same time in a full expression of love. That's, that's the best. That's the goal, the action you can take. It's also the vision of what you want. It's why we do everything we do is to feel better and better so that we will feel more and more love. That, that is the whole purpose here. And what's really awesome is you've already reached it because in any moment, in any day, at any present moment, you can be and feel that full expression. And as you do that, you then become through that energy an inspiration to others, a, 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 a beacon of light for other people in whatever way you're wanting to express that, which is that individual, sovereign, unique being that you are. So until next time, this is Darla Delane.